stuff to talk about today, including in entertainment news. Looks like Adele is celebrating her 32nd birthday with a brand new look that many are asking, should we be happy? Should we be concerned? I don't know. We'll go ahead and talk a little bit about that later on. In sports, the MLS, Major League Soccer, looks to prepare to start doing some practices. We'll talk a little bit about what they're doing on their end during this crisis. And in video game news, brand new DLC coming for Mortal Kombat 11. We'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, I have special guest Allie back on the Xander Effect. We'll talk about her uh, latest single and what she's been up to and what she's going to be doing in the near future. But first, here are twins. Que me gusta right here on the Xander Effect. right here on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news, Adele has not posted on social media since last October, but she decided to post on her 32nd birthday and social media went bananas after seeing how much she has physically changed. 
uh, the Hello Singer basically went on and uh, decided to uh, post for the first time in a very long time. And she said, quote, thank you for the birthday love. I hope you're all staying safe and sane during this crazy time. I'd like to thank all of our first responders and essential workers who are keeping us safe while risking their lives. You are truly our angels. 2020, okay, bye, thanks. <laughs> Apparently she's not too fond of 2020 as many of us are as well. But the the um, Adele just like looks fantastic, actually. She's lost a lot of weight, which uh, prompted so many people to praise uh, the fact of the matter that she's She's uh, she's gotten uh, so much like she looks fantastic, um, you know she you know and she's garnered a lot of praise from a lot of uh, celebrities. Christy Teigen went on and wrote on her Instagram saying, "I mean, are you kidding me?" <laughs> Referencing to how good she looks. Um, Rita Wilson also went ahead and uh, 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 posted a, a message saying, "Happy birthday, Adele! Sending you so much love. Looking gorgeous." I mean, it's obvious that Adele, in my opinion, she was always a beautiful woman. Uh, you know, even when, even before the weight loss, she was a very attractive woman. Her voice is incredible. Uh, but she basically, like, she really didn't address uh, her weight, her weight loss, so much until last October, when uh, when she when she went ahead and she said, "I used to cry, but now I sweat." So that was a small little reference to her uh, to her weight loss. And obviously, she's had a rough go of it for the past couple of years. In 2018, her and her then husband split uh, after only three years of marriage. Uh, they share a son together, and so it's been a really tough time for uh, for the singer. But it looks like she's doing well. She's actually uh, she looks incredibly happy in the Instagram post, which again, many people. It's so funny. You can't please everybody. And TMZ actually wrote a headline similar to what I just said right now. And the fact of the matter that you know, if you're too heavy, people criticize. If you're too skinny, people again criticize because you're too skinny and they're afraid. They're maybe thinking that you know, health wise, something's wrong wrong with you things like that so it just sucks that that she's had to un you know endure both sides of the spectrum but she's doing very well and she's actually very happy she's embraced the fact of the matter that she's looking good and so have a lot of uh, her other uh, celebrity friends have also you know embraced her as well and saying you look fantastic in my opinion she looks great looking forward to like listening to maybe some new music that comes out of everything that she's going like you know that she's doing right now so you know we'll see what happens in the near future as far as music goes but so far Adele, happy birthday. You look fantastic, darling. Keep up the good work. In other entertainment news, Cara Delevingne and her girlfriend, Ashley Benson, have split after nearly two years of dating. I'm telling you, people, this quarantine is definitely making a lot more splits than it is uh, bringing people together, apparently, because it seems that... You know, it just, it just, it's first we have Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler splitting after many years of marriage. Now we have Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson splitting up. I mean, what? <laughs> this happens. I mean, it just seems that like this quarantine is really, you know, making people really get to know their true selves. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know if they live together, they've been quarantined together. And usually that, that happens. Um, apparently they were very close. They were in love for a while, but I guess, you know, I mean, in my opinion, it looks like love phase, just like what happened with Cavallari and Cutler. You know, just it just happens. Chances are, you know, again, like I said, when you're busy all the time and you're, you know, in the hurly-burly of the everyday life, especially in a celebrity's life where they're always consistently traveling, they're doing press shoots, they're doing a bunch of different things, you know, when you when you have that separation and you come back to your significant other, it's always lovey-dovey, it's always I miss you, miss you, miss you, but when you're forced to stay together, that's when the true test actually begins. When you're forced to be in the same room together for weeks on end without stop, without a break, that's when the true test actually begins. I mean, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, they also, they, they went ahead and they expressed, well, Jada expressed how she doesn't even know Will Smith. So that gives you proof right there that, it, you know, this quarantine has really opened the eyes of many people and has tested the relationships of many people. Some have surpassed it. And they continue to surpass it even during this crisis. Some have not. So sometimes it, it just goes that way. And in a sense, maybe it's a blessing in disguise 
that things like this happen. That way you don't waste your time and you don't obviously you don't waste money on a divorce later on in life. So this could be a good thing for many couples to actually figure out exactly where they're going and what they're going to do. You know, that's just that's just in my humble opinion as to what's going on right now in the current situation. In other entertainment news, looks like Netflix has given the green light to Bright Two. Now, if you guys haven't seen the first uh, the first Bright, it's a Netflix original series and it stars Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, and they play two LAPD police officers in a world where where basically mystical and reality have combined. Mystical being fairies and trolls and magic and a bunch of other stuff has crossed over to uh, our, you know, our world in Los Angeles. Uh, these two guys, basically, they're partners. It's a, it's a, I guess a troll or whatever, or, a, or an elf or whatever, teams up with a um, with a cop. And apparently, it's almost, it's almost seems like it's a, you know, it, 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 it shows racism in this world how they the elves have separate bathrooms and stuff like that from humans and there's a lot of segregation you know a lot of uh discrimination going on in this in this in this movie and um in the last one, they basically had that, you know, both Will Smith, the human, and uh, and and uh, Joel Edgerton, the, the elf, they find a mystical being that they stumble across, and they have to protect this mystical being. So it's an awesome sh- movie. It's an awesome movie. And it looks like their Netflix is actually given the green light for a part two of this movie. However, the movie will receive a brand new director uh, because uh, the, the previous director is actually uh, he's going to be uh, focusing on 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 uh, Dirty Dozen Reboot. Uh, basically uh, David Ayer, he was the director of the first Bright. He's actually uh, focused on the on rewriting a Dirty Dozen, uh, which is going to be a reboot for Warner Brothers uh, you know, studios. So he's going to he's still going to be remain. He's still going to remain as producer, but he's given the reins over to Louis Leterrier, who is uh, has entered negotiations to direct the new the sequel to Bright. So, and he's the same one that also he's well known for the movies as you know the Incredible Hulk and now you see me. So he'll be entering that realm, and we'll see how that how Bright Two uh, how Bright Two comes out because the first one was really interesting. The second one, we'll see how it goes. So we'll see what happens. And in other entertainment news, I had the opportunity to uh, interview up-and-coming EDM artist Allie on The Xander Effect and she had, I, I've already I interviewed her once with Tiva Amelia a couple of episodes ago, but then we were focused on her art and music. This time we're focusing just on her music and trust me, it's really awesome. But first, here is Rusalka by Allie right here on The Xander Effect. Effect. I have uh, EDM artist Allie here. Allie, how you doing? Hi, hi everyone. I'm, I'm good, really good well, here. 
Welcome yeah. back on the show. I had you here uh, with Tiva Mile uh, yes. a, couple, a few weeks ago, and uh, we got to talking. Last time you were on here, we got to talking a little bit about the art and music that you were trying to uh, combine, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. is very interesting. But as promised, uh, I have you back on here because we're trying to talk a little bit about more about the music side of of what you're doing and uh so far it seems that you have a lot of uh different styles uh about you um you know you started your your uh the you started in germany as germany-based edm is where where it basically all got started uh for for you so i mean that's Mm -hmm. where that's where that's where you began i remember that's what you mentioned the last time um but my question is were you always into edm music is that something that you always like were were interested in from the very beginning um i well uh it's um my pleasure to be here again yeah really a privilege to be on a show i started yeah i i love uh electronic music since i was 13 years old Mm-hmm. And it's about like twenty something years. Don't count my age. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and then I was trying to understand different genre. I always really like very dramatic stuff, but mm-hmm. I like modern at the same time. So, yeah. So except for study a little bit about opera and then jazz, I was trying to combine. Like I love trance music and also like dubs. Um, that kind of music. Like dubstep, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I try to uh, just combine these things. Yeah. So what, so I, I'm, I'm curious, what is it about EDM that just got you, like that kind of music, the trans, electronic, all that stuff? What was it about that style that really got you interested in it? Well, I think the very first, um, I think it was like uh, uh, my very beginning, the inspiration was from 1995 the the fifth element that movie ah yeah 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 right uh, the movie pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like moons ago and it was just like i feel like something hit my head that time like whoa you know oh, when oh, you hear oh when she did the opera when she did the yes. opera to, oh my god that was brilliant that was such oh my lord right like, right. the, like the way her voice kept on like going. And it's funny. I actually remember yeah. seeing uh, a Japanese artist do mm-hmm. that. She mimicked the entire thing. And it was just like, oh, my God, this this girl yes. is like phenomenal. Yes. A lot of artists actually look at that as a goal for the, you know, for, for people who are in the opera scene, classical mm-hmm. scene, want to cross over to the more modern uh, music arrangement. They use that sort of like a you know like a milestone if you can really uh, overcome that, <laughs> conquer yeah, no, that. No, for sure. I mean, they did it in rock and roll. I mean, Queen. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's what Queen was doing too. They were trying to go mm-hmm. ahead and mix in a little opera with rock yes. and roll. So I mean, it wouldn't be shocking mm-hmm. to me for EDM to go ahead and do some sort of a crossover like that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I yeah. So it was because of that. And then I'm like, oh, this is my genre. This is what I'm gonna do. So the whole time I'm like, I try to uh, tell people what I'm trying to do, but it was really hard to put into words because even back then that was something pretty new. Mm-hmm. It's like opera, but the arrangement is like, they, they mix a lot of vocal editing. For a time like that, 1995, that's a lot of heavy vocal editing. Oh that yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, I, just, I just love it. And then, so I always, focus my training I remember I went to Germany I was already 29 years old I said can you teach me opera I tried to find a vocal coach yeah that's that's not an easy that's not an easy uh that's not an easy genre to get into opera because you have to hit those like sopranos and you practically train your voice trying to get like those high notes Yes, yes. I was, um, it, it was really tough. And, um, and then, you know, and then you hit certain age, you start to be like, can I really do it? You know, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna just try it. It's better you risk than did nothing right for your life. So I just, um, so I did pretty heavy training that time, like every week, I'm like singing like five days a week. Mm-hmm. And then each time is like hours and hours oh, and wow. you have to be, yeah. And then you see opera singer are not really using microphone. So they basically, their whole body is like a speaker. 
So you oh, need wow. to train all of your muscle. So your physical training is way more than your vocal cord training. Did you ever lose your voice? Like, you know, hitting those really high notes? Like, did you ever strain your voice? Of course. Yeah, oh, that's bet. like, yeah, that's, that's normal. And then you'll feel frustrated. Like, should I still keep it going, you know? Yeah, and then, yeah, so I'm just really grateful. I still feel like, yeah, grateful for God still hanging there for me. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, right. You know, you know I noticed, I've noticed uh, on a lot of your photography, your Instagram, because you yeah. also do photography as well. You got into like yeah. fashion photography, things like that. We talked a little bit about that last, uh, last uh, episode. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I noticed that in your, in your, a lot of your, your photography, when you take selfies of yourself, you're very serious in a lot of your photography. You have to like this little, <laughs> this like skater girl, badass type of like, you know, facial <laughs> feature you. with an attitude. Like I'm going to kick your ass you know type of thing yeah. you know but obviously you're, that's not you but i mean like that that's oh, that no. what's what's the meaning of that type of like you know that badass look like what's that what are you trying to portray um i i think well it's almost the same as the music genre that, that i tap into mm -hmm. i i have this i like this dramatic thing like ah. personally I'm not like that type of person, but I like to build that kind of like clashing aura. Mm -hmm. Like when I see that this girl must be a, you know, really a, a badass. But when they- Like rebellious me, in a sense. <laughs> yes. But when they meet me, they're like, wait, hold on. Who's that? Are you <laughs> the same person? You're like, and I you're like, like that kind of drama. You're like, wait a minute. You're a church goer. You pray. I don't like you anymore. I thought you were going to be like, you know, from hell or something. Get away oh, from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I remember there are like friends from the church, and they'll be like, "You know what? The first time I saw your picture, I thought you were doing drugs." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna pray for you. We're yes. gonna pray for you." Okay, I'm gonna cast out something from you. <laughs> yeah, like, well, someone give me a priest. I need an old priest and a young priest. Okay, <laughs> we'll cast this demon out of her yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's, that's the. Yeah, but that's the funny thing is we all so easy to judge people by appearance. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to do is don't judge by the cover of the book, right? True. Like that. So I like that kind of like surprise or you can say slap on people's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But mm -hmm. it's, and it's crazy because like your music, it doesn't even come off like that either. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, your music is your music is like more very light, but it's like it's like like you said, it's like opera techno ish. Uh, electrical mm -hmm. type of music. Uh, your last single was Pierre Jesu. Um, yes. And w talk to me a little bit about that. Like, wh where did that uh, inspiration come from? Um, I think it was um, from, so a little bit of my, um, I would say, religion or beliefs journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm always having this struggle, like, okay, I'm, I don't want to really be a, a gospel singer, mm -hmm. and but I want to still doing um, pop. I think there are a lot of artists out there they are having the same struggle and then maybe being judged by the religious people or group. And so we want to tell people like, hey, God loves everything. God created music and all genre. It doesn't mean that you have to sing the, uh, you gotta sing hallelujah, that means you're a believer. You can be seeing that and then your heart is so far away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that time, um, Piesu is, uh, is, um, part of the song was from Mozart. Yeah, I think. Yes. <laughs> She's like, so, I don't remember my own song. Yeah. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then it was rearranged by, by, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, mm -hmm. Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. And then he was working with, um, my hero in as um uh, sarah brightman so she did this very angelic version so when i'm going to redo that song i have a friend um his name is joey and then he said hey how about you uh consider to do it like a gregorian chant you know like the priest oh, in the church yeah and a little bit ghostly and i was like hey that sounds pretty fun you know like mm -hmm. a little bit like horror <laughs> film <laughs> and so i was like mm, okay i'm gonna do that so so the song actually the text was about like uh pious yesu please uh 
please bring like comfort to this world. Yeah, but I'm having a some like a sound effect in the behind, so it builds this spooky aura there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice. That's what it's all about. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. So that's that's a very interesting thing. And the, the 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 crazy thing about it, well, not crazy, but I mean the really cool part is that you're actually a very religious person, and religion is very important to you. So oh, yes, at the same time, you know, you you try to go <laughs> ahead and incorporate. Uh, you know, your your religious beliefs into the music that yeah. you're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, that's that, what, um, yeah. But that's, but that's really cool, though. I mean, are you, like, trying to, like, on top of opera and EDM, you're also trying to inc- include the gospel within all of this? Yeah, I think it's, like, your belief, you know. But it doesn't mean that the text message will be all, like, exactly like Bible verse. But it's what you believe you are delivering. Like people just sing a love song could be writing that love song to God, right? True. Yeah. So it's it's just um, I would say it's at this phase of my life, it's like that's my that's my everything. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, and of course, right now you're also still doing like you're doing like art. You're still taking photography. You're still doing a yeah. lot of other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now in this time, in this very in this crazy time of crisis. How have you been? Uh, how have you been keeping yourself busy with music and everything? I'm. Um, I'm actually. I was pretty lucky. I would say. Um, don't want to sound ruthless, but um, I. I was in in Germany, and then I came back for family for already a year in Taiwan, and then um, when when the thing happened, it was pretty overwhelming and then I'm like I'm doing all these things and why not just comfort people but keep creating you know so there are kids like cannot go to the school but they can see art so I just keep doing art and then still writing songs yeah trying to be productive I would say are you still recording even yes. right, even as you know with everything that's going on are you still recording or are you just writing songs and getting ready to start recording again I'm also recording. I think right now a lot of people are like bedroom producers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, but the recording opera is really difficult. It's it's weird. Yeah, you you're know? gonna have your neighbors like you're gonna have your neighbors like you know pretty much talking like hello, hello. We're trying to sleep here. I mean, what's going on over there? You know, like exactly. keep it down. <laughs> uh, no, without a doubt, yeah. yeah, that's probably that. That's crazy. I mean, you can't really like go ahead and do opera. You have to like go out, oh, yeah, in the middle of a field mm-hmm. or something like that, and then suddenly a cow will show up. Be like, dude, I'm trying to moo here. Okay, yes, <laughs> you're messing up my moo right now. Okay, no, yes. but that's really cool. That's really cool though that you're still like continuing to uh, you know provide more music and everything. Are you are you doing yeah. any live uh, live uh, social media things like everybody else is doing right now? Because you know how everybody's doing the in- Instagram live. Facebook live concerts, you know, a lot of DJs are spinning, uh, you know, for a lot of people. I mean, are you doing anything mm-hmm. like that? Um, I, um, I actually, I was doing that with one of my label mates, Sarah Brown. We were doing like open mic, but it's not like really focused on us singing. We're trying to comfort the people who are quarantined at home. And so everyone can bring one song. So it's sort of like karaoke thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. we were like, we don't have any, you know, you don't have to be professional, but just grab one song and then we can tell each other about how we feel during this time. We, we did that for like uh, two, three weeks. And then I'm like, um, because of my genre is pretty hard to arrange live performance. It's like oh, pretty yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, you need like a DJ. <laughs> yeah. You, you need, need DJs, that, you need lights, saying, oh. you need, I mean, you know. <laughs> You need drugs. You need a lot of things to make it actually. I don't need drugs. <laughs> <laughs> not you. I'm not saying you. I'm talking about the crowd. You know. Oh, okay. I don't need drugs. <laughs> okay. Let's have some weed. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, you got the yeah, the, the EDM goers that do the whole. Well, we're not gonna get into that. But anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no. But that's really cool, though. I mean, because like. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, different types of concerts on on social media. That's that's yeah, really cool really and everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Are you getting any ideas, maybe from some of these artists? Like you listen to some of their songs, and you're like, "Hey, that sounds pretty mm-hmm. cool. Let me go ahead and see if I could, you know, maybe uh, create something or you know do something with that." Is that giving you any ideas as well? 
I think I, I was very uh, inspired by like, don't want to be boring, but uh, Berliner Philharmonica. Yeah, it's symphony orchestra. And then I saw that they were pulling um, back then, like 1973, when Kara was uh, conducting uh, Mahler. And, and then they pulled different time, 1973, 1995, during this time, what the world was doing. That was pretty cool, you know? It's like, um, it's just nostalgia, you know? Like, mm -hmm. bring your feeling back. And also, I think Global Citizen, there are, they, did a, they just did a great um, live concert uh, with uh, Gaga, with a lot of artists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think one of it that's very inspiring was uh, Ross Stewart. He was playing his song with his daughter in their beautiful bedroom. I was looking at their bedroom decor. That's the part that I'm interested in. You're like, you're like, you know what? The music's, the music's good, but man, that would look awesome in my room right now. Exactly, yeah. You know, look at, look yeah. at those nightstands. I mean, you know, who cares those about Those lighting, <laughs> those linen. And then when you see that and you're like, I'm not, I better not go, you know, life. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, speak, speak, spoken like a true artist, because I mean, that's my yeah. go ahead okay. and like focus and everything. Right <laughs> now. So, I did notice uh, on social media that you posted a uh, brand new art. Oh, yes. I'm, uh, I'm doing like, um, I do abstract like paintings and um, mixed media. And right now what I'm doing is a project called Eden. So very simple. I'm like everybody else, illustrator. I just pull, put my paintings on um, uh, Society6 and uh, Redbubble, you know, those kind of sites are doing merch. And all the income that we receive, all the profit we receive, we will donate to Global Citizen. So right now I'm sort of using art to do completely 100% charity. That's what we're doing right now. So you're like, definitely trying to. So you're definitely trying to go ahead and give a little back to uh, to what's going on with the, yeah, the crisis. Definitely, definitely, because um, you know we are. I feel like as long as you are breathing, that's a gift from God. That's a that's a miracle. You know, we should be really grateful and try to give back to the society and see what we can do. And there are a lot of medical worker. They're having this mental breakdown. It's oh, yeah, so sure. overwhelming. And oh, yeah, I've seen we pictures. can't imagine, you know, can't imagine what they're going through and what's going to happen the next few years, right? It could be really a trauma. Oh, yeah. Know? No, these, these medical workers, they're, in, they're literally in the battlefronts right now. And yes. without a shadow of a doubt, after this crisis is over, they're going to have PTSD. You know, yeah. having, having, mm -hmm. been, having been in front of so much death, especially in New York, that's yes. where it got hit the hardest in New York, Italy, another place that got the hit the hardest. I mean, these workers, they're never going to be the same again. They're really yeah. going to be They're totally alive. screwed up for a, for a long, long time, if, mm -hmm. if not forever. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty crazy what they've been going through. And, and you know, it's it's it, I mean, at the end of the day, like we'll all get through this. We'll all get through this. Mm -hmm. You know, society yeah. will continue on. We'll continue to like keep on going forward. But, mm -hmm. you know, we can't forget those that have been out there and have been sacrificing themselves, their health, their family's health to continue mm -hmm. to help us out, you mm -hmm. know, because exactly. they're the ones that are out there. The essential workers, they're the ones that are out there all the time putting their lives on the line. So, yeah. you know, I mean, especially especially the first responders, first responders yeah. are the ones that are out there right now, you know, in that like, you know, face first, head on in the in the in the battlefield right now. Yeah, so yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's incredible. It's like, you know, we ended up getting into a war, but it wasn't a yeah. war that we thought it was going to be, you know. Ended yeah, up being it's a not war a weapon. You, yeah, it's something like, it's, you invisible. Exactly. Yeah. It's something that, that it's yeah. a war that it's a it's it's a war. It's a viral war that nobody ever yeah. thought would actually like would take such a huge toll. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's insane. Mm -hmm. It's insane. So it's really that's really insane. cool that that's really cool that uh, you're you're trying to do your part right now yeah. to uh to try to help out society and everything and of course mm -hmm. you, again you're still writing more music when are we going to hear another uh, single come out of you i think it will be this month <laughs> this month I, 
Yeah, I feel so self-conscious to say this in front of you because I'm going to release a Spanish single. <gasps> no. Get out of here. Don't listen gotta, to it. I got to hear sorry. it. I got to listen to it. I'm going to judge it the entire way. I'm going to be like Simon Cowell on America's Don't Got Talent. Do I'll be like, it was absolutely dreadful. I hate it. It's oh my God. utterly, utterly horrible. No, I'm just playing. No. Uh-huh. I got to listen to it. No, your music you is know- like I wouldn't be playing it on my show if I didn't think okay, it was thank you. So I definitely <laughs> want to hear it. I'm, I'm especially now that you're telling me it's in Spanish. I'm like, oh, I know, oh, I, I know. Now, now you know what kind of game I'm playing, right? Like yeah, I'm in Germany and release album in English, so they won't judge my English. It's, it's and so then when funny. I'm in Taiwan, I release Spanish albums, so nobody will judge me. <laughs> like you're like mixed up in your own little crazy way, and yes, you I know, am. like it's okay <laughs> because that just means you're gonna bring, you're just gonna go ahead and put out more awesome music. So I'm okay <laughs> with that. You know, I mean, go Thank ahead. You. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be in Switzerland. You know, um, and you're gonna be talking like Brazilian or something, or Portuguese or something. Yes. Like it's gonna yes. be something oh, like that. I really learned Portuguese. There you go. See, I'm already giving you right, right now. <laughs> I mean, like I'm saying, you know, you're gonna be like in Iraq talking <laughs> Italy, you know, Italian, you know. So it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward, to it, but I'm looking forward to it though. You gotta go ahead and Thank send me you. over the tracks. So I could take a listen to it, play it on the show as as usual. And yeah. I got to ask, when this crisis is over, when this crisis is yeah. over, what's the first thing you're going to want to do as soon as you're able to be free to take the mask off and be able to go out and do whatever you want? What, what, what exactly would you want to go ahead and do? You know what? That's a that's very interesting question because I was just asking myself, like right now we're like, hey, you might die next day, right? Or next mm-hmm. second. And then all of a sudden I have this courage. You see, it it took me for so long to release one album because of my genre. And you might think so much because it's almost cinematic in a way. So you want it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And we always feel self-conscious, like when, I mean, what is perfect exactly? And when crisis happen like this, you won't think about whether it's perfect or not. You just want mm-hmm. to pull it out. So I think for a lot of catalog, um, a lot of song that I want to record. After this, I was just knock it out. The first place I want to go is a studio, recording studio, <laughs> and I just record 30 songs, you know, like that. Like, I don't care <laughs> anymore. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't want you to judge me. I don't care, you know, like that. <laughs> hey, true to form artist. I mean, that's the first thing you want to do. I mean, everybody's got their own yeah. little, you know, their own little things that they want to do. And, you know, personally mm-hmm. me, like, I, I still don't know. Honestly, like, well, with me, I'm more, I'm very simple. I think the first thing I'd like to go do is go see a movie. Like, I miss oh, going to theater. Right? I miss oh, going to theaters. I miss going, like, I love doing that. I love going to theaters, watching a movie. I used to go to theaters by myself because yeah, I love usually that whenever I, usually when I bring a friend, they usually start talking. I'm like, shut the fuck up, all right? Let me go ahead right? and watch a movie. Yeah. You know? I, I love to go to a movie, like, um, Monday, Monday morning, nobody mess with me, you know? I like going like on that. Tuesdays, actually. Over here, it's Tuesday. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I like going on <laughs> Tuesdays, actually. Tuesdays during the day when I know all yeah. the children are at school. They're not out with their parents. Yeah, right. Anything oh. like that. And it's just annoying. So I like going Tuesdays. And the thing is, what I usually do is I usually go to the movie, you know, and then I, it's so funny because my, my routine's really cool. Like whenever, for example, if, the, if a Marvel movie, because I love Marvel movies. So yeah. if a Marvel movie comes out, whenever like the new Captain America, the new Avengers or anything like that came out, first thing I would do is go to the bar and order yeah. a drink. Like is it the, the, bar, the, the bar at the movie theater always had like a specialty drink specific yes. for the movie, for the new release of the new Marvel movie or whatever. So I would order mm-hmm. that drink, go inside, watch my movie, and then afterward I would go to a place called, I don't know if you guys have that over there, but it's called Chipotle. So We don't have Chipotle, but I, I love Chipotle. Well, <laughs> yeah, so I would go to Chipotle. I would go to Chipotle, get, order myself like a burrito or something like that. And yeah. then, uh, and then either that or, and then I would go ahead and go across, get some frozen yogurt and take it home. So that way I could go ahead and eat later at home. But that was my routine. <laughs> that's, that's what I would actually do every time I go see a okay. movie. That's, that's always my routine. I miss that though. Like I actually do miss that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Burbank. Cause you're, cause you were in Burbank. Cause you were in Burbank. So I love yeah, yeah. you in Burbank. 
And yes. um, so that was that's just that's something that I miss. It's the simplest things that I that I miss really. It's just going to the movies, going for a hike. You know, yeah. um, I got a brand new phone, so this phone like takes amazing mm-hmm. pictures. So these are the things that I miss, and I'm just like, God, I, I just I hate that I can't even enjoy the simplest things right now. Right. I did one painting, and the title of my painting is "Outside of the Window." I'm like, it sounds so depressed. <laughs> like no, I cannot even see something outside of the window. But it's yeah. how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's how you feel. I mean, that's how artists. Yeah, trying to capture that. Feel. Yeah, they usually yeah. paint what they feel. So that's that's what you're trying to do, and that's exactly that's something that I'm sure a lot of people are feeling in common with you. So I mean, if yeah. you put it out there. A lot of people gravitate to it, but like, yeah, that's that's me. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell's going on outside the freaking window that I can't even reach? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just something mm-hmm. that's like, ah, you know. But no, but that's really cool though that uh, that you're coming out with a brand new out, uh, a brand new single this month. I'm looking forward to that. Um, oh, so, <laughs> don't, hey, don't be, don't don't worry. I'm sure that'll be fine. I mean, your music is amazing, like I said. So okay. I'm looking forward to listening to to it and uh, playing it on my show as well. Uh, Ali, how, how can people go ahead and stalk you on social media? Go ahead and give it to them one more time again. Oh, uh, just Google like House of Ellie Art or House of Ellie Yo. Yeah, you can always find me. And House is spelling in German. So it's instead of H O U S E, it's H A U S of Ellie Art. Yeah. Awesome. That's simple enough. So I got a question. Yo, Ali, yes. yo, is that is yo your last name or is that just you saying yo, Ali, yo, what's up? You know, um, that- that's really my last name. Ah, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's really, really my last name. And it's funny that my name is actually yay, like Y-E-H. Ah. But when I was, um, but because it's like Roman spelling, you know, and then people like, is that E or yeah, and they don't know how to pronounce it. And then when I went to Japan, I was in Japan working for a few years, and they said the same character spell. Uh, they they pronounce a yo. I'm like, oh, that's catchy. So I just oh. switch it, and it, it will people won't confuse how to pronounce it. Yeah. See, it would have been bad for me. I'm a horrible at pronouncing like like you know names uh. that are not from here, like <laughs> names and stuff. I would have totally butchered your last name. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, I'm like I'm clearing my throat right now when I'm trying to go ahead and just pronounce your last name. Jeez, <laughs> like or, or be like, yay, you know, or something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. hard when it comes mm-hmm. to things like that. So I, I complain that to my dad. Like, why our last name is like that? And then he said, don't you think that our name last name is so festive? I said, what do you mean? He said, yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yay! that's encouraging. Yeah, yeah, I can almost imagine you like kind of like you know with a serious face. That's that was that's yes. the best thing in the world. I'm I'm having fun with it right now. Bad jokes. So, I think that's so. So whenever you take a serious picture, I bet you're thinking about that little moment right there when he told you that. You'd be like, "Yeah, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are really a director. <laughs> I think differently than than us. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right? Okay. Everything is there's a scene. Yeah. All the yeah. time, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Allie, thank you so much for being on the Xander Effect once again. Yeah, I really enjoyed pleasure. you having having you on the show. Looking forward to, again, your single coming out and looking forward to uh, more music. Hopefully, thank you me. know, once this uh, crisis is over and quarantine's over, we'll get to, you know, you'll get to start performing in concerts again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll see you stateside very soon. Yes. Amen. That's something you're looking forward to. Get, 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 come back over here stateside and, you know, yes. we, we could go ahead and sit down and actually have like a, you know, a face-to-face interview the next time. Oh, that would be bomb. Right? Please. I'm yes. saying. I'm saying yes. I, need, I, I need to talk to human beings again. This is going to be crazy. I, I was like outside one day, I last Sunday, or the first time I went out and I went out to meet Tivamile. I haven't seen her for like two months, I think. Uh. And then I saw her. You know what I did? I huh. cried. She said, "What?" And I said, "Are you the first human?" <laughs> I saw her after two months. Are you real? And I was touching her face. She's like, "What's wrong with you, girl?" You know? Oh. You're like, "Are you even real? Are you in the are you, This has got to be you a real human being." And she said, "You talk like you're alien." 
Yes, I'm alien. <laughs> yes. That's funny. That's so funny, though. It's it's so. I literally it's, cried. Oh man! You know what though? That doesn't surprise me. That's probably going to happen to a lot of people that I haven't seen their friends in like a couple of months. It's it's crazy because we're in our own prison. Like we are at yeah. literally in our own prison. We can't go anywhere. And the thing is, the yeah. worst part about it is, is out here now. There's mm -hmm. not only the COVID nineteen virus, but now there's a threat of a wasp. Uh, of an invasion of an Asian wasp that that measures what? about one inch long, like it's an inch and a half long. It's a huge little sucker. And the thing is that this wasp, it, it came to the states. It's now stateside, and what? its its venom can kill a person. You get stung what? by this thing, you're dead. Like there's no antidote for it, you're dead. And it's now, yeah, it came from Asia and now it's here in the States. They're, they're saying that it must have traveled in oh, a box or something. What's wrong with like, Asia? What's I have, wrong with Asia? I, I I'm don't know. so they're, sorry. I apologize here. I'm sorry. They're, As they're, trying to kill, they're trying to kill us. I don't know. We're not trying um, to kill us. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a bad joke. No, no, no. No, but I mean, no, but I mean, seriously, like it came, like apparently they, uh, they uh, brought it, uh, it came in a box or something. It traveled in a box. Yeah. They don't know how it got here, but it got here. Not only is it dangerous, but it's also killing bees. What it does what? is that it decapitates these bees and yeah. it takes, the, I'm going to get a little bit graphic and gross here, but it takes the insides of the bees and takes it back to the queen as an offering to the queen. This is literally what these wasps are doing. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. They're trying to right now what scientists are trying to do. They're trying to like um, they're trying to find they're trying to tag them to make yeah. sure they see where they're going. So that way they can start killing these things because they're very dangerous. And uh, yeah. there was even a video. There was even a graphic video of the wasp and a squirrel. Mm -hmm. A squirrel uh, had, you know, kind of confronted a wasp and the wasp won. Yeah. The wasp killed the squirrel what? by singing it. Um, it stung it and it killed it right then and there. So yeah, these wasps are very dangerous. What scientists are saying, and people are freaking mm. out for a good reason. They're freaking out, obviously. But at the same time, mm. the scientists are saying that they actually, the wasps don't, aren't uh, aggressive towards people. It's not like they're going to look for a person and sting them on purpose. What happens is yeah. that if they're provoked, like any wasp, if they're okay. provoked, like if they if they feel that you're that you're threatening their their nest or their queen or anything like that, they're obviously going to attack. So when that happens, run and run for the hell for your life because if you get stung, you're dead. There's no, there's no coming back. And the thing is that they say that the sting, it feels yeah. like, like hot metal is being injected into your skin. That's how so it's that's, like, like bee sting. Worse. Worse than that? Oh, yeah, way worse than that. Like it feels like it's a hot metal that they're injecting in your, into your vein. Imagine hot metal being injected in your vein. That, that burns. Yeah. It's hot. So, yeah, yeah the scientists are trying to figure out. So now we have that on top of everything else. I mean, and there's been, there's been so many memes right now saying that mm -hmm. 2020 just doesn't want us to come out anymore. Like, they don't want us to come out anymore. Know. It <laughs> also started from Kobe. Yeah, it's yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. But, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's getting pretty, like, I mean, everybody's making fun. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie yeah. Jumanji, but we're like now at level yeah. 43 in Jumanji now. Oh, yes, yes. You know, bring on the, bring on the wasps because we're now yeah. we, just, we, just, we just passed level 42. Now we're at level 43 right now. So oh, <laughs> we're, we're going to get out of this oh, thing already. Oh, but, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, so we got that going on. But, you know, like I said, you know, it's, it is what it is and we just got to keep on going. But. I'm glad yeah. that I have sunshine like you on my show, Ali. Thank you again. Thank you. you know, thank you so much. Thank you for being yeah. on the Xander Effect. And I look forward to having yes. you here once again very soon. Okay. Many times. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. You stay safe Whenever out there. Whenever you have a window and then just put me there. I love to talk. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Obviously, obviously, I like to, too. I'm a blabbermouth, so I got to shut up every once in a while. Let my guests go ahead okay. and get a word in there or something like that. And they're like, dude, shut up. let me talk. Okay? I'm the guest, not you. Okay. <laughs> I should have a show. I interview you. <laughs> there you go. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time I've gotten interviewed before. So I always have something. To say. I, have some, I have something crazy to say all the time. So I'd okay. be more than happy to come on your show. Not a problem. Yay. <laughs> At least yay. I have one guest. <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and say your last name like that. I'll be like, yay. 
Okay, yo. <laughs> Yay or yo, yo, I, yo I'm, I'm so confused. Make it stop. So anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> Allie, thanks Thanks, <laughs> thanks again, Allie, for being on the show. Pleasure having you on here, and I hope to have My you pleasure. on the Xander Effect once again. Okay, thank right. you so much. Okay, All right, bye -bye. be safe. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Allie, for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time. In sports, as many things are starting to reopen, as many uh, many uh, businesses, everything is starting to reopen slowly but surely in uh, you know around the world. Um, it, you know, Major League Soccer is starting to actually begin practices as well. Uh, they've already uh, started talking to a lot of uh, players to come and begin workouts uh, for for a lot of the teams. MLS officials have been working diligently closely with medical experts uh, to come up with safety protocols to allow players to train uh, while still following the government orders. I mean, there's been a lot of players that have been uh, coming in. Uh, for example, um, you know, Orlando City and Sporting Kansas City players uh, have been seen going to workouts wearing masks, using hand sanitizers, and getting their temperatures taken as they arrive to practice um but the thing is that the players, I mean, it's still, there's still, it's all voluntary. You know, there's still a lot of players that don't have to come to the workouts. That's up to them. It's all voluntary still. Um, you know, and, and they're still they're still waiting to see what else happens next because, I mean, there's still a lot of other uh, facilities, you know, that ha are not available yet. For example, locker rooms, gyms, and training rooms are still not available to these players. They're still taking precautions with that as of right now. And they're still waiting until May 15th to lift the moratorium of games. Um, so they're not expected to resume any type of games until probably June at the earliest. So that's what's going on as far as Major League Soccer is concerned. Who knows if other team organizations will try to also follow suit as well, depending on how well all of this goes and of course depending if there's no uh, no uh, further spread of the virus you know even trying these types of uh, these types of precautions in other sports news looks like Charles Barkley is still a little bit uh, heartbroken that his uh, his really close friendship with Michael Jordan ended the way it did and he's always you know he, he's always had the door open to rekindle that friendship once again between between him himself and Jordan. He went on ESPN Radio's Waddle and Sylvie show, and he said, quote, The guy was like a brother to me for, shoot, 20-something years. Uh, at least 20-something years. And I do. I feel sadness. But to me, he's still the greatest basketball player ever. I wish him nothing but the best, but there's nothing I can do about it, brother. So basically, what, he, what he's talking about is that back in 2012, uh, at least Barkley feels, that back in 2012, he criticized Michael Jordan uh, for being the owner of, of, you know, of the Charlotte Hornets and being a crappy owner at that. But what, what in fact he actually said was, quote, I'm pretty sure I said, as much as I love Michael, until he stops hiring them kiss asses and his best friends, he's never going to be successful as a general manager. <laughs> I guess Jordan took offense to what he said, and he hasn't spoken to uh, to uh, Charles Barkley since then. In which case, you know, Barkley basically says, you know, basically said, "Hey, it's my job as a journalist to be perfectly honest and unbiased. That I was doing my job. I was criticizing him the way I believe that." Uh, you know, I was just being honest, you know, and that's what he believed also made them good friends was his honesty. But I guess that's not the case. And he's still a little bit uh, saddened uh, over the fallout between him and Jordan. So who knows? Maybe after this interview and, you know, it's been a few years, Jordan will go ahead and reach out to Charles Barkley and they might you know they might become friends again you never know stranger things have happened especially right now uh jordan has gone through so much i mean we've all gone through so much in regards to the current pandemic but jordan has also gone through the loss of his you know his good friend uh kobe bryant like we all you know we, you know, we all felt sadness over that but jordan also felt really saddened over that because he it's almost like he lost a little brother so he's gone through a lot of stuff and who knows you never know Stranger things have happened, so they might actually, you know, they might bury the hatchet. 
we'll, we'll find out soon enough. In other sports news, after four seasons of playing with the 49ers, DeForest Buckner has been traded to the Colts and has now left Nick Bosa to take his place. Uh, the defensive uh, rookie of the year is basically going to be, you know, taking in the reins that uh, that uh, DeForest Buckner has left behind. And he basically, he's, he, you know, he knows that their big shoes, their well, cleats to fill, really. He went on to say, quote, Buck was definitely one of my best friends on the team, and seeing him go is obviously bittersweet. He got a pretty good contract, and he deserves it. But just losing him as a leader, we're going to have to really figure out how to step up and fill that void because he was the third down D-line play caller. He was the hype speech guy. He was everything. And I think he played with the best effort on the D-line, which really shows on tape when you see somebody that big sprinting to the ball every play and making those tackles downfield and obviously his pass rush ability. We're going to have to step it up for him. So... It doesn't seem that, uh, I mean, it seems that Nick Bosa is up to the challenge, but he knows that it's going to be a difficult one, especially after the loss to the to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, it, with the, this last Super Bowl. He's definitely going to need, has something to prove and make sure that he tries to get his team back to Super Bowl spat, status once again. So much luck to him on that one because it's not going to be easy, especially with these new trades, uh, these, these uh, new uh, rearrangements that are going on it's going to be a tough one so we'll see how it goes in the near future up next to video game news looks like mortal kombat 11 gets a brand new dlc with a couple of really cool characters we'll talk a little bit about that but first here is karina dolls you on me right here on the xander effect We are drifting around so close to the shore, but we always seem to drown. Oh, 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 oh. just take my hand, I'll let you lead the way. No matter how far, cause with you, I wanna stay. Let's run away, run, run away. Let's move to the sound of palm trees. Only rhythm is a pounding heartbeat. Getting down in the sand, you on me, you on me, you on me.
Hey yo, hey, yo. sweet hey, world, yo. what's good with yourselves? This is your boy Two's a white piece. White piece. And guess what? Guess what? You're guess listening what? to that super saucy show known as The Xander Effect. So make sure you tune in, turn up, and turn out for my boy Xander. You feel me? The Xander Effect. You did. Some ice cream and some cool conversation. I ain't playing, take my hand. I'm just saying, cause you smell it just like ice cream. Lips taste like ice cream. Addicted to your taste like ice cream. And girl, I swear you melt my heart just like ice cream. Cream. Shot it so sweet, just like ice cream. Caramel. Yes, I use my lips just like ice cream. Vanilla. Swag so hot, melt your game just like ice cream. Step up in the club, ice cold just like ice cream. Yo, I will not front, yes, I got big dreams. And no, I will not lie, making noise on a big scene. Keep my charm fresh, pretty boy, so clean. And no, you cannot hate addictive just like ice cream. Man, I will not front, yes, I be too sweet. Melt your heart, sugar like swag, yes, that's me. Sell it out just like ice cream come on, come on. I know you cannot hate addictive just like ice cream so Give me just one moment and I'll steal your damn heart That's mine. Give me just one second and I'll leave my damn mark right here. Man, I'm really not playing in this game for returning I swear I'm off the chain, so surprised you have not heard of me My swag is so heavy, mainstream, I am so ready right Haters really cannot face me, smoking green daily, I'm so hazy Man, I go and put my heart up to the world, they need to chill out Go and tell the world, put your hearts up, love each other now Man, it's so crazy, put a word up in it, yeah, she call me baby Man, I'm so tasty, this thrilling vanilla drive you crazy Man, it's so crazy, put a word up in it, yeah, she call me baby This thrilling vanilla drive you crazy It's so sweet, just like ice cream Caramel Yes, I use my lips, just like ice cream Vanilla Swag so hot, melt your game, just like ice cream Step up in the club, ice cold, just like ice cream Yo, I will not front, yes, I got big dreams And no, I will not lie, making noise on a big scene Charm, fresh, pretty boy, so clean. And no, you cannot hate addictive just like ice cream. Man, I will not front. Yes, I be too sweet. Melt your heart, sugar like sweat. Yes, that's me. This game raw, sell it out just like ice cream. And no, you cannot hate addictive just like ice cream. Yo, I will not front. Yes, I got big dreams. And no, I will not lie. Making noise on a big scene. Charm, fresh, pretty boy, so clean. And no, you cannot hate addictive just like ice cream. Man, I will not front. Yes, I be too sweet. Melt your heart, sugar like swag. Yes, that's me. This game raw, sell it out just like ice cream. And no, you cannot hate addictive just like ice cream. Shot it so sweet, just like ice cream. Yes, I use my lips just like ice cream. Swag so high, melt your game. That was Twism White Pieces ice cream right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, looks like Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath is getting a pretty big DLC. And this DLC basically has a new storyline along with, with it, which basically takes place after the end of Mortal Kombat 11. It basically it has Liu Kang team, teaming up with an old foe, as well as other classic characters to rebuild history after defeating Kronika at the end of the of the main story game. So that's going to be part of what's going to happen. Also, some some uh, new characters that will be added for for you know gamers to go ahead and fight uh, include uh, Fujin, the God of Wind, as well as Raiden's brother, uh, as well as Shiva. 
the queen of the Shokan race, uh, and she boasts four arms. But another really cool character that they decided to like kind of mix in there, and personally, I have no idea how in the world he, you know, is in the fold, is going to be the 80s action favorite Robocop. He's going to actually be a, a playable character as well uh, to use as one of the characters to fight with. So that's going to be very interesting to check out. Uh, it is voiced by the original actor Peter Weller. Uh, he's going to be returning as the likeness and the voice of the role. According to GamesRadar.com's Ben Trier, it looks like, quote, Aftermath will cost $39.99 for the expansion on its own or $49.99 if you get it bundled with the previous release combat pack. If you haven't already got Mortal Kombat 11, the Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath Collection, which bundles the game, Combat Pack, and Aftermath, will also launch digitally on the same day for $59.99. If you pre-order any of these editions, you will also get a free character skin pack. So basically this all comes together and it will be all available May 26th on all consoles. That's the news in case you haven't heard it. Thank you so much for joining. Again, even though uh, some places are starting to reopen little by little, the virus is still out there. So please, please remain safe for yourself and for your loved ones. We're still not out of the woods yet. We're still in this all together. So make sure when you go out, you wear your gloves, you wear your face, masks you wear your goggles if you got them and continue to practice social distancing and be very very careful and remember music always always Yo. heals all <laughs> we'll see you next time I be tell I tell yeah you did they ain't believe it though <laughs> one life two brown same game be telling what up Kick it like it's kickball. Power couple. Ha. She dripping in that they'll say goodbye. They wanna touch her. Everybody know that's do girl. What you gonna do by me and her take on the world? Now that's the truth. Hey everyone, the Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc. Sony Music The Orchard and EMG Bertelsman Group. In association with Art19 Media.